We are live from the 260. I am Buck Dollar. I'm sitting here with GE Money in the Quad Storm, and everything is legendary here today. And together, we are Sticks and Sports. We are sitting here at the legendary Rudy's, where everything is beautiful. Wine, chocolate, beer, cigars. At any given moment, the legendary Rudy himself can walk through those doors. Let's get to it. All right, Buck Dollar. Tonight, we have a special guest. You always talk about legendary and he is legendary. Um, all the 40 and over leagues teams, ah, when when we create a team, we're like, is Keon available? Can we get Keon? So you say he's a hired gun. Man, he's a legend. His a game is gun. nice. And and we're here with Keon Brooks, senior. Um, but if you know Junior, you'll know where his game comes from because Keon's game is so nice. We've got the Bernard Hollins of the leagues. We got the Henry James, the Mark Moores, but everyone wants Keon on their team. And there's a reason why, because again, his game is nice. So um, tonight we have Keon Brooks here with us, and I'd like to thank you for coming out. Glad to be out. Appreciate you guys inviting me. Keon, tell us something about yourself. Tell us high school you went to, college, and whatever else you feel free to talk. Okay, well, about. you know, high school, Northside. Um, but way back in the 90s, mid-90s, graduated in 95. Okay. Um, went on a, a Sweet 16 run, you know, when the when the classes was all in one, you know, uh, in the state of Indiana. Okay. Um, kind of was a late bloomer. Um, ended up going from Northside to uh, Wright State University. Okay. Um, one of my dear homes uh, still to this day. Love that place. Just great people there. Really took care of a kid coming from Fort Wayne, um, so I, you know, give a lot of props to them. Um, then I did a little couple years over in South America and um, played in Bogota and played in a, a smaller city called Via Vicencia, um, and then got to being a father. Uh, junior was about two years old at that time, so um, I kind of made a decision at, at the end. Uh, um, maybe just focus on being a father and uh, raising my son. Okay. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. Uh, what what position did you play in high school? Um, position on the paper, I was either the point guard or shooting guard. Okay. Um, as far as on the court, man, we just come from the area where you play ball. You know, sometimes you got to guard the big guy. Sometimes you got to guard the small guy. You just figure it out while you're out there with your teammates. And, you know, uh, it's just kind of how we play. So were you a four-year starter at Northside? No, I was a two-year starter. Okay. Um, My junior and senior year. Okay, okay. What about Wright State? Uh, Wright State, I was a four-year starter. Um, wow. I, I didn't come in as a starter. Okay. I came in as about the fifth man um, on the guard, you know, depth chart. You okay. Know? Um, they had some really good guards already there. They had a you know a veteran team um, at the time that had some success, and so you know I had to you know work my way back up. Um, about four games in, though, the coach realized uh, maybe I, I need to let this guy uh, start the game off and, and do what you got to do. So from okay. there on, I I, I was a so, starter. So <laughs> let me ask you this, and G man, I'm let you get to it. I want to ask you. If you play today, would it would the route to the NBA be much easier for you than it is was in nineteen ninety five? Uh, yeah, I think today, you know, you got different outlets that you can, you know, get 
get what you're trying to get out and and it's more um avenues um back then it was kind of dictated by you know what you've seen on tv you know now we got social media platforms that you can really promote yourself to get your, your your name and what you're doing out there and that's you know that's been big for all these kids across the country right that you don't you know you can you could do some things in your on your own and you can get yourself out there without uh you know compromising things that you know stretch you because you're trying to go somewhere you're not at to be in moving you know kids move to new york because they want to get a bigger platform you know they move to la they move to well today you can kind of build your platform and get your work body of workout okay well this episode is kind of our um march madness episode yes so um we would like for you to um talk about your son for all our listeners who don't know um let them know who he is um he's keon brooks jr um i played at university of kentucky he's a uh started his last year um you know, on a, a team that was very talented, you know, uh, great to see some of the things they did. Uh, he's, he's, he's had a, a five-star career in high school, played at Lalamere, one of the, the best uh, schools in, in Indiana, um, a national uh, team on any given day, you know, is, is always mm-hmm. producing talent. So being able to, had that path you know just proud of him um to to say the the least you know I, I know sometimes i don't really maybe portray that to him because he's my son and i'm trying to keep him on the grind but you know for the record you know proud of his his strides and his accomplishments but think about that listeners we've got a division one baller kentucky kentucky blue bloods i mean think about think about the talent you have to have in order to be there so yeah, a lot of work, a lot of work to you and mom for uh, raising a great kid. And, um, and you have more that's also playing ball, too, right? Yeah, I have two younger ones, Darion and Karyon. They, they go to New Haven High School, uh, junior and sophomore right now that's playing. So, you know, it, it don't stop. You know, it's, it's, it's a little more than just Keon. Most people, you know, recognize us as, you know, Keon's parents, but we also Karyon yeah, and Darion. Right. And Darius, we got a we got a family, you know, that we 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 all do it together. So and everyone knows if you talk about the budget, they'll say it's a great family for yeah. kids. I had your son in class over at Paul Harden a couple of times. Uh the youngest one. Carion. Carion. I had him over in class over there. Uh, my son actually played with your son over at uh Paul Harden. Um good program yeah. for you know. Yeah. For the time being, it was mm-hmm. okay. But my son is now over at Lures. But I want to stick to your son. Now, everybody tells me, push come to shove, he can be a politician. <laughs> they say, forget basketball. He's just an all-genuine great kid. They say he got so much more to offer. And I like to hear that, man, because, you know, back in the day, there were so many kids that had talent, but they didn't have a Keon Brooks singing in their life. You know what I'm saying? To teach him how to talk. And mom. To teach him and how mom. to dress. Don't forget mom. And mom. And to teach him how to dress. Well, that's to mom, talk. all that. You know, I mean, you know, all that stuff means something, man. Yeah. But when you hear people, I've heard people say that he's like, man, I think it may have been Bruce. He said, yeah, Bruce, he said, hey, he 
Forget basketball. I mean, this dude could probably be a politician, do something big, and guess what? Wherever he go, they're gonna vote for him. Especially if he they he go to Kentucky and do it. He yeah. go to Fort Wayne, Indiana and do it. They gonna it's, vote for him. Yeah, that's kind of what his major communications. He's he's he wants to, you know, get more involved in stuff like that, uh, which is good to hear people say that. I, I never heard that he'd be a politician, but he's a he's a guy that can, you know, he learns to think That's and he, big. He, he's able to, you know, really sit down and, and, and put each individual, you know, who for who they are. And that's that's something I hope he continues to have. Let's send some love out. Yes, we are here at Rudy's uh, Cigar Bar. Um, but to our listeners, you can also get at us. Um, if you have any questions or want us to talk about anything, um, our email is uh, sticksandsports at gmail.com. And you can also um, like us on Instagram at sticksandsports. So, Lee, what else you got? Well, here's, here's the thing. Um, I want to get back to you a little bit. I want to get back to your playing times. And I want to compare you to your son a little bit. Okay? When you played in 95, let's say you played from what, uh, 91 to 95 in high school, mm-hmm. that's correct. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest bucket you ever put on somebody's head? Um, the biggest numbers in high school 30 ball probably was my biggest number in high school. Okay, um, we had a very talented team, um, Ty Wynn, Chardonnay Corey. Cliff Dickerson, um, Ty Wynn, okay, um, Mohammed, Josh Richardson. We had a, a, a senior-related team that were really good, good friends and buddies to that's, this that's day. That's what it takes off the court. That's what it takes to win. And you know that was that was a team that we we played for each other. You know, and, and so you know, high school for me was all about my brotherhood of of those guys that I still today, you know, keep in contact with. That's what's up. How hard would it be right now? Keon Brooks Sr., Keon Brooks uh, Jr., both 18, in a prime, one-on-one. How much trouble will he be in? Um, At at that age, um, he'll probably be in some trouble. (laughs) Um, I was a little little more bouncy, a little more active, a little more – now, granted, Keep I would be too, though. Yeah. Um, guarding someone at that size, you know what I'm saying? I would be in trouble too. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I would ever stop him, but uh, I would run him to death. I would, you know. Keep uh, pulling him away yeah, from I would, the Yeah, I would bring my big fella Josh out to to set some mean screens. Okay. Get, him, get his head on a swivel a little bit, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Some things to loosen that length and athleticism away from me. But, yeah, uh, it will be fun. It would be fun. Okay. I got a question. So, how, how is, or what is Coach Calipari like? He's he's a tough guy. He he pulls the best out of you. He, he's he's really pushing you to be your your best. Um, sometimes that's hard. You know what I'm saying? When you you like, man, I'm 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 giving you what I think I can give you, and you know you just keep keep pulling more out. You know, and and that's one of the things. You know. For me, it's been a, a, a emphasis on my kids' development that, you know, you push them to be more than what they think they can be. I've always taken Calipari as, like, one of the realest coaches there is. Like, a lot of people have different mixed feelings on him, but he's honest I, I, from what I've seen. When he tell you he's the 
that he'll tell the kid, hey, this is the lottery. You got the lottery ticket. I'm like, everybody got to get up to speed and get on his level. Because everybody else at one time was frowning that when he was saying that. Now everybody's trying to get to that level. Yes, he's definitely a, a guy that looks further than most. He he has a vision. He can he can see things down the line, you know, when um guys wasn't really believing in one and dones, you know, and you can win like that. Now everybody in the country wants to get those time type of guys in their program, you know. It used to be looked upon like, oh, we need guy, you know. Um, and then he, you know, just figuring out how to to continue to build his teams to to stay on a level, you know, year in and year out to compete. Um, he's getting everybody's biggest shot every game. I don't care if it's the the smallest school or the biggest school in in college. They're all geared up to go and give the, the biggest shot. For oh, them. Yeah. So to be able to have your team ready to compete every night like mm-hmm. that, like. I mean, I'm I'm a, a 40, 45 year old man, and some days I don't want to go to work. Right, <laughs> right. But they know every every day that you got to go to work because they're they're putting a, a big target on their back. Yeah, so. yeah. Now let me ask you this: Who was the is the easiest to train between your two sons that's playing now in high school? Keon or uh, get your son. Darion, my my probably my easiest son that I had to Darius, my oldest. He's twenty seven. He's probably was the easiest one. Okay. Um, Keon was wasn't. Uh, he was he he was doing a lot of other things. He had baseball. He had football. He was kind of doing a lot of things. So some of that made it made it harder to train at the time. Um, but I would say if. I had one to be the easiest that I could say, hey, let's do this. And it would probably be my oldest. He he was just locked in. He he understood. He, he was he rolling with up. you every day. Yeah, yeah. Now, he, he was closer to your age. He saw you get down yeah, the whole line. Yeah, right, yeah. He, he was dragged around. He, yeah. he was, you know, early. Day, when I was still able to do some some good things, you know. Yeah. Except now I just run up and down. Now I just run up and down and get exercise. Right. That's, that's, the, that's the, the plan yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Let's send some love out. We're live from the 260. I'm Buck Dollar. I'm sitting here with G Money in the Quiet Storm. And together we are Sticks and Sports. And everything is legendary here. We are sitting here with the legendary Keon Brooks Sr. And all he do is produce the best. Let's go. So, uh, Keon, another question. So, what made Junior decide to pick on Kentucky? As a family, you guys talked about it, obviously. What what were the some um, key you know, factors? That... Part of it is just you know knowing that you're not promised anything. You have to work, right. you know, and, and that's one of the things we base everything you do because in life you have to continue to work to get what you want, you know. And, and you had a lot of you know places of university of coaches coming and just saying what they're gonna hand you, right, right, right. which is never true. You know, it's always a gray area. You always got to know that it's something that they but he was highly recruited and he was and he he could have went pretty much anywhere yeah. that he he wanted to go you know why kentucky though what, what why did he choose kentucky um knowing every day you're gonna be up against the best of the best um there's no slack you, you can't you can't uh toot your own horn because somebody will take your head off you know the next day you know you, you got to continue and knowing if where he's want to go you know his 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 
ultimate end game is to become a professional that you need to get better every day so that was a big factor into it knowing you know your teammates are just as good as you yeah and you gotta lace your shoes up and be ready to go because at that next level that's who survive that's who um stick that's who get there and, and understand how to you know maintain a career yeah okay now I know IU probably wanted to pick something big time. I know they wanted a national. What was one of the reasons why he didn't go to IU? I wouldn't, wouldn't really say it was a reason why he didn't go there. You okay. know, um, I think part of it is, you know, you just the feel, the fit, you know, that you, okay. you deal with. Um, IU did a great job recruiting um, Coach Miller, um, Coach uh, uh, Ed Schilling, you know, really – you know, went after him and, and did a, you know, a great job of um, being, you know, do do they, they job at recruiting. You know, that's a hard job when you're trying to figure out these kids that you're trying to bring into your program and, and you got to, you know, kind of focus in on some more than others. You got to kind of understand where you, you know, stand. And, and they did a great job. And, you know, we were, we were highly impressed at how IU handled everything. Now, um, many times since I've been down here in Fort Wayne, I've heard your name come up several times about coaching jobs. And I'm like, why? Well, I already knew the answer. You know what I'm saying? Because I tried to get in that pool a little bit too. And it was by me not being homegrown here. It's like, it's a homeboy system almost. Like, who you know, but you from this place, this yeah. beautiful city, Fort yeah. Wayne, Indiana. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, why wouldn't they give Keon Brooks Senior a job coaching immediately? I don't care if it's Canterbury. <laughs> I don't care if it's uh, Southside, Eastside, wherever it is. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't uh, understand uh, that. Uh, some of the things were, you know, when you when you talk about coaching and the school systems here, um, it's based off of being a teacher being somebody in the building they're trying to get kid you know coaches that kind of can relate to the kids throughout the day so that's that's some of the um i guess the take you you gotta kind of convince people that you can still keep kids um inside of a, a building understanding that especially in a turbulent situation yeah where uh, learning is the last option you know yeah so you know Maybe some of that, you know, and then some of it is, you know, you just, you got a, a thing where, you know, guys fit or where they want to be at in, in style. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, um, a, a hushy hush kind of coach. I'm a push you hard and, and I'm a make sure, you know, I'm a love you hard, but I'm a push you hard, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to um, be in a situation where uh, I feel like, you know, all the kids can't benefit. You know, it's, it's got to be about the kids first and, and never about me winning games or, or anything like that. I've won plenty and played and, you know what I'm saying? So I tell you this, I coached in Chicago in, from 1996 up until 2013. Then I came here and I worked with JJ. JJ was looking for me for about three or four years because I was still having children. My children were small. But I know for a fact they love you in a major city because you don't have to be uh, a teacher. 
to be in those buildings. If you're just head of security, you're uh, a tennis clerk. They need somebody in those buildings. Uh, Fort Wayne is a beautiful city, and I never take nothing away from that, but they have to get with what's right and correct. And when I'm saying that, like, when you got a guy who's a basketball savant like yourself, you need to be there. You know, I think you'll make a difference. The same way J.J. does. J.J. makes a big difference. J.J. does a good job. J.J. Yeah. knows his stuff. You know, I always tell people, like, that was one of my – I had to – I know my X's and O's. I can write it up in the storm. Mm-hmm. I can write – with the gym loaded, mm-hmm. I can write, but everybody can't do that. You know what I'm saying? But right. they'll say they're a coach, but you need to be on one of those stages or either get into a situation where I think that that's just my opinion, which means nothing to you. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I just think that you got something to offer and you could just look at the body of work through your children. Well, I think, you know, part of what you want to, you know, especially at this age of being in high school, you know, this it's a time that we can help groom the kids to, be successful in their adulthood. So, um, yeah, you know, we talk about the X's and O's. We talk about some of the, you know, how you win and in-game situation. We can we can talk hours on some of that stuff. But I always felt like if you can get a kid to trust you, they'll do anything you you know in the world for you. They'll they'll run through that brick wall. They'll play as hard as they can, and that in itself helps them get to some of their end goals yeah just getting our kids to understand just work hard just you know be disciplined just you know even though we may not win this game but we did all these things we check off the right boxes and some of that is sometimes lost in this game of winning and losing you know i'm gonna belly back on you i was in chicago when derrick rose was making a mess up there of people i mean he was going to work on people just just because he could you know, but when he say when he got to Memphis, when Calipari was there, the same thing you just said, Derrick Rose said, he said, man, it was like nothing I haven't been through before in my life. He said that the training was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't think he was going to make it through. So that's so that's why, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Like he your son's not the first one to say probably won't be the last one to say no. because Calipari said he got the, the lottery ticket. And when I tell you, when they were recruiting Derrick Rose, they were recruiting Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Like, he would, he was going there to play basketball. Yeah. Most most um, high school kids, even myself, um, and I didn't go to a Kentucky on a stage of that level, um, but just going Division One, and it's at any level of college. Don't get the division stuff mixed. Um, these coaches at all levels are mm-hmm. really, really about basketball and most high school kids don't really get what it takes to be a college player. They don't know. Until they sitting in the water and now it's sink or swim. Do I call mom and dad and, and, and say, wow. hey, I'm, I'm, you know, this man is doing this or, you know, because I was one of those kids. My freshman year in college, um, I wasn't really expecting what it happened, you know, and I had to get used to it. And then I had some coaching changes and I had another coach come in and wow. it changes again. So, man, I get this. Is this really what I want to do? You know, you get to question yourself because yeah. it gets hard. It gets, you know, Especially after change of administration, kind of change of coaches. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of things that goes into just being and it's not you after school, you come. Sometimes you have to come to practice after your workouts already. 
you know, it used to be kind of, okay, you practice, then you do this, you knew that routine. College is different. You may have to get up early in the morning to go practice now. And you're not used to getting up at five in the morning. So some of those things is where our kids need to, you know, the more we can help prepare them for that, we'll be good. Yep. Well, one question. Um, what advice would you give to upcoming parents um, with a prospect of their own? Um, what advice would you give them? I know you guys spent countless of hours, days, AAU games, tournaments, finances, finance, like road trips. What What advice would you give an upcoming parent with a child that's about to go? Um, I would say do your homework. Um, make sure you 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 really do things that's you know good for your family and not for whoever's coming at you, whoever's doing whatever, you know, it's going to be a thousand people want to do a thousand different things with you, but you have to keep your family in a good space mm -hmm. because you'll, you'll run yourself crazy trying to please all these people, you know, yeah. and, and people tell you, you need to do this because of this person or you, you know, you just stay true to yourself, believe in what, you know, got you there. You know what I mean? Keep your, keep your, your, your circle tight. Um, that's huge, you know, and, and, and anything you do, um, and then, you know, stay prayed up, you yeah. know, <laughs> I'm just be honest with you. Yeah. That's the thing that helped us get Without through it. Doubt. You know, we've, we've had the, those tough times where you question, is this worth what we're doing? You know, are we doing too much? You know, are we doing enough? You know, you just gotta, you know, pray and, and, and believe in the man upstairs that he's that's gonna, right. you know, put you in a good situation. Great advice. Great advice. So do you consider yourself addicted to this game? I think ever since I was about four or five, I've been addicted to this Me game. Me too. I need rehab. Yeah. I've been trying to get to rehab, but every time they take me, I mean, around, it I don't leave. matter. If it's just two little kids playing outside that's in the park. I'm, I'm, I'm there to watch the game. That's and, me. I'll be see what they're doing. And you know, you'd never stop. I'll do this for free. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like when I was in the city and I tell people like we didn't have AAU when I, I graduated right. in 94. Mm -hmm. We didn't have AAU. I was like when I tell people I learned how to finger roll because I watched James Worthy. Yeah. I learned how to do a drop step because I was watching Kevin mm -hmm. McHale. You know what I'm saying? All these things we did not have people investing in us the way we invest in our children now. Right. And our kids don't watch, you know. I'm, I got some kids that that does, but it's a lot of kids that really don't watch the game. Go on, like, man. We talk I'm like, about what are y'all watching? Dude, we I, talk about this every episode. Like, we literally don't have these kids. I told my son, and my son plays football and basketball. He has a decent skill set. I, I said, son, how come you're not watching the tournament? Mm -hmm. I'm like, the kids that's going to play in the NCAA tournament are watching the NCAA tournament. You know, like when I played football, I said I watched everything in football because I wanted to throw the ball the right. way Montana threw it or, uh, or or Marino or whoever, you know, but they are not watching the no. sport. It's, but they say they want to play. Well, they got, you know, today defense. Yeah. They got these things called phones. And yeah. And they got these it's, tablets and that stuff just. But it's not our fault, so I'm taking no, it. It's not our no. fault. It's society. It's it's part of the, the way of the world now. You just old. You just old, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, like we, I'm just taking it. Every, it I mean, yeah. I'm taking it like that because my thing is like I didn't create the iPhone. Well, they, they, they'll think if they watch a couple highlights, then they watch the games. Wow, that's true. Watch it on YouTube. The mixtape. Mm -hmm. Nice people, though, aren't they? All right, we we about to wrap up here. So let's. let's I got let's, one more question go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. before we no, go. go ahead. And, I'm, and this will be quick. 
What do you think about National Image and Lights? I think it was great for the kids to be able to, you know, make some money off of their name, image, and likeness. Um, that was great for that, you know. Um, why not them? That's right. <laughs> it's long overdue, right? Yeah, it is. Long overdue. All right. Quick question. Um, put you on the spot. So we got a couple questions. Uh, favorite player of all time? Uh, Michael Jordan. Um, who do you think is going to uh, win the NBA championship this year? Oh, I'm going to go Phoenix. Questions you got? Hot topics. I he say Michael Jordan is favorite. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. I cried when I seen Mike. Uh, what was that? When he said Mike is his favorite, I cried when I seen Mike with the flu. The flu game. Flu game. Okay. The flu game, game man. Mm-hmm. It was. I say everybody should go to work. If he go to work like yeah. that, and you love your job, <laughs> yeah. everybody must go to work. Make it hard, don't it? Yeah, yeah. You got to go to work if you love your job. All right, we're about to wrap up. We'd just like to thank our guest, Keon Brooks Sr. tonight. We appreciate you guys coming out. I know you're very busy, so thank you again. And real quick, we're live from the 260. I'm Buck Dollar. I'm sitting here with G Money in the Quiet Storm, and together we are Sticks and Sports, and we are at the legendary Rudy's. G Money, take us out. We always leave it off with uh, Jackie Moon's favorite quote, E-L-E, everybody love everybody.